One Thing About Wine with Cobblestone Vineyards' Rodney Williamson and Adam Bookbinder. Welcome to One Thing About Wine. I'm your host, Rodney, and I'm here with my friend Adam. Hello. This is the place where we learn one more thing about wine. We want to thank our sponsor, Cobblestone Vineyards. Please visit them at cobblestonewine.com. And on social media at Cobblestone Wine. And pick up a bottle today. Today's topic, Cabernet Sauvignon. Why is it so popular? Adam, I know that you know all about Cabernet. What do you oh, like yes. about it? Um, I like it's a it's very it's a full bodied if, if that's a way yes. to describe it. Yes, it's very full. It um it lingers more if that oh, also okay. makes sense. L- it, lingers more in the mouth after like an af- not an aftertaste, but some people would call that the finish. The finish. Okay, there and we that's go. That's considered a desirable thing. Okay, it's very I want to say robust. Mm-hmm. If, is if that's another <laughs> description. Big, bold, Big, bold, brawny. exactly, yes. All of, all of the above. <laughs> all those things. Yeah. Right. Well, I like Cabernet, too, and most people, I think, really do like Cabernet. So that's why we're going to explore this topic. Okay. A little bit of background. It's a red-skinned grape variety. Makes red wine. It's originally from the Bordeaux region of France. And here's a little story for you, Adam. There was this thing called the Judgment of Paris. And originally, that's a Greek mythological story, kind of a a beauty contest between some of the goddesses. Mm -hmm. But this was a wine tasting in France in 1976. I think it was 20 French judges blind tasted California wines and French wines, Cabernets and Chardonnays. Okay. Of course, Chardonnay and Cabernet coming from France, the French feel rather proprietary about those grapes. And they also have traditionally felt that France makes the best version of those grapes. But something horrific happened. Uh-oh. Da-da-da. <laughs> Da-da-da. <laughs> the California wines came out on top. Oh. In this blind tasting by French judges. They must have been outraged. They were so outraged that they didn't say a word about it. <laughs> and the, the news didn't really start coming out till later as to what happened. The way that this relates to Cabernet is that this tasting became famous and it put Napa Cabernet on the map. Oh. So Cabernet became much more part of the consciousness of Americans. Adam, in 1976, Mm -hmm. did this have any effect on you? What were you doing in 1976? I was probably maybe drinking milk out of a bottle. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I could have been having wine. I don't know. (laughs) They were adding it to your (laughs) mouth. Yes. I wasn't drinking wine either. I might I was collecting baseball cards really. Okay. And my only exposure to wines, some of the listeners may remember this, was Blue Nun. My uncle Lee from Oklahoma would break it out on the holidays. Mm-hmm. And for us that was considered a fancy thing and really it was a white sweet wine. Okay. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it's just kind of a nothing special. Okay. So Neither one of us were aware of this, but now, ourselves and everyone else, Cabernet, it's on, it's on the top of the list all the time when you think about red wine, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons that Cabernet is so popular, because of the awareness that came out that California could make world-class, maybe the world's best Cabernet, dare I say. Right. There's other reasons, too. It's grown in all kinds of climates. Mm-hmm. You'll find Cabernet in Canada. 
Hmm. You'll find it in Lebanon, Bordeaux, Santa Cruz Mountains, Hawke's Bay in New Zealand, Margaret River in Australia, in Chile. Wow. It's grown everywhere. So you're going to see a lot of it on the shelves okay. of the markets and on, on the wine list. And also the grapes command high prices. So if I'm a farmer, mm-hmm. I want to make money. Yes. And if I can grow Cabernet, I'm doing it. <laughs> so, the, so growing those type of grapes means money, obviously, more money. More money for the farmer. Right. And also, if you are the producer of the wine, more money for the, the wine. You can command a higher value for it. Now, why is that? Is there something about the grapes or the way it's grown or processed? Supply or? and demand. Oh, well, I, well, there we go. That whole market yes. economics yes. kind of thing going on there. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Now, like you were talking about, it's full-bodied. Mm-hmm. So it's accessible. It's big. It's rich. You can drink it with or without food. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we talked about this, but just as kind of an aside, how to tell if something's full-bodied or light-bodied or medium-bodied. The way that I like to think about it is to compare it to milk, because we all know about skim milk, right? regular milk, okay, and heavy cream. Uh-huh. How does that feel on your palate, on your tongue? So if you ma- imagine that in relation to wine, mm-hmm. then we can determine whether it's a light wine medium-bodied wine or a full-bodied wine. And when we think about Cabernet, we think about full-bodied. Now, here's another thing that might not make sense initially. It's kind of counterintuitive, I I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. That could be the word of the day, actually, but it's not. (laughs) Um, Cabernet is high in tannins. When you you drink Cabernet, do you feel that kind of mouth-drying sensation? Uh, Always. Anytime I drink Cab, I end up having to drink some water afterwards. Right. Yeah. And that's because it's high in tannins. And those are an organic chemical. They're, they're polyphenols. And you would think that that, that would be a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it's not. And I'll tell you why in a moment. First of all, before we get to that, so that sensation in your mouth, it's not a taste. It's tactile. Oh. It's a, it's a feeling. And that's our fancy word of the day, tactile. Okay. So what that does is it's stripping your mouth of the saliva. Uh-huh. And so your mouth feels kind of dry. Right. Now, you might think, well, what's so great about that? I don't like that. But what if you're having protein or fat for your meal? Which would, I guess, cause your mouth the water. It does cause your mouth you know. the water. And it reduces the perception of the tannins in your mouth. Oh, okay. And also, those tannins will stand up to the bold flavors of a blue cheese mm-hmm. or the bold flavors of a ribeye or something like that, mm-hmm. which makes... Cabernet desirable with those kind of foods. Now, there are sometimes when I drink it, I tend to, I get more tired. Tired? Is, yeah. I don't know if you that mean like has sleepy any, tired? Like sleepy tired, yes. Hmm. So I don't know if that has anything to do with the tannins maybe also. Like, I, so if I, if I have a couple glasses sometimes, I feel as though, okay, time to take a nap. Okay, well, here's a thing. A lot of people think that they are allergic to sulfites or they're allergic to tannins or or this or that and uh-huh. maybe it's making them giving them a headache or mm-hmm. making them sleepy or something right. there's a lot of foods that have similar amounts of tannins mm-hmm. and similar amounts of sulfites okay that we don't associate with that so it could be the histamines or the histidines or it could be because the cabernet is grown in warmer climates mm-hmm. which means the alcohol goes higher Ah. So you're just getting more drunk and sleepy. Well, I could, yeah. <laughs> I could see that as well. Now it all makes sense. Right. <laughs> it's coming together. Now it makes sense. So that could be it. I yeah. Don't know. Another good thing about tannins 
is the it allows the wine ability to age. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a natural preservative. So you can lay the wine down and drink it a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And what's great about that is when wine ages and can age like that, the aromas and flavors will change and develop. So it's it's a fun thing to do right. to see how it how it changes. Maybe you get new aromas or new flavors. Mm-hmm. So nice. you might consider that fun. Some people do. Yeah. <laughs> do a little sniff and taste test of, I guess, a few different regions where the wine could be coming from. You could do that too. Yeah. Or you could buy a case and open one bottle each year. Oh, there we go. And make little notes and have a oh, little Oh, that's party. a good idea. Yeah. And see how it ages, you know, I guess through the years, progresses. Absolutely. Yeah, Some nice. people love to do that. In summary, we learned one more thing about wine today, Adam, that Cabernet is popular because it can be a full-bodied, big and rich wine, kind of like chocolate cake is rich. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, Cobblestone Vineyards, for being our sponsor. Please visit Cobblestone Wine. Pick up a bottle today. I'm your host, Rodney. And I will see you next time on One Thing About Wine.